episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. My name is Samantha Blackman and I'm an associate professor here at Purdue University in West Lafayette, Indiana, where I talk about, read about, write about, dream about, amongst other things, video games, video games, video games. And I am joined tonight by our two illustrious podcast hosts, Alicia Carabinas and Bianca Batty. How you doing tonight, ladies? Hello. Good. I noticed you did not say wonderful West Lafayette. <laughs> you are all up in my business. <laughs> I'm just making observations. Just kidding. <laughs> so, who are you, Bianca? Who are you, Bianca? Oh, well, not Bianca, although sometimes Bianca. <laughs> always de- Bianca. Always, in my heart of hearts. Um, no, I'm Bianca Batty. I am, who am I? I am a PhD candidate at Purdue University in literary studies, and I look at video games as a form of contemporary narrative, and right now I'm looking at lots of motherhood stuff as per usual. So that's my jam, Alicia. Who are you? Uh, I'm a person who is impressed because you're a PhD candidate. What? Well, hey, okay. Yay. Soon to be I'm a so larger excited. club here, I think. I'm, right? I'm going to get there. You're going to get uh, there. So I am Alicia Carabinas. I am a PhD student at Purdue Not University. Not for much and longer. Sorry, that sounded more longer. ominous. <laughs> I meant it to be. (laughs) And then we'll kill you. Um, (laughs) Whoops. Sorry. (laughs) That's where Sam's turning the volume down. Yeah. It was really in the red there. (laughs) Um, A PhD student at Purdue. I study ret comp, rhetoric and composition. And of course, surprise, I do video games. Shocking. I do. Shocking I turn do of events. Digi games. <laughs> well, it's good to talk to you two again. It feels like it's been forever since I've talked to you. Well, because we had a, a week, we had a week or so off. Um, because you know what, we needed a break. It's summer, and we got a lot going on. We don't take a lot of breaks, so right. We don't take a lot of breaks, so it was mm-hmm. nice. You're right. We don't. That's why we have 156 whole episodes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't take a lot of breaks. But on to other things. One thing I do want to talk about is the fact that we have our next Gaming for Good charity marathon coming up on August 12th. Um, and this time we're going to be doing a 24-hour marathon starting at uh, 12 a.m. and running until 11.59 p.m. technically, uh, where we're going to be raising money for the Trevor Project, um, and that's going to be fun, and it's going to be really interesting, and everybody should come on out and check it out. Mm-hmm. The Trevor Project is a great cause. 
Indeed. Oh, yeah. The Trevor Project is an amazing organization that helps provide resources and support for LGBTQ youth from 13 to 24 who have suicidal ideation and need extra support um, in order to help keep them alive. Um, for lack of a better phrase. So if folks remember a while back, we had um, Moto from Girl Tribe Gaming on the show and we talked to her then about collaborating on our next marathon so that we could bring more people, more numbers together and hopefully do more good. Mm-hmm. One of the resources that the Trevor Foundation provides is a 24 hour chat line where folks who are feeling like they need someone to talk to and a little extra support can talk, can call in and talk to someone um, and hopefully basically keep them alive. Um, It's a great organization. It's been around for a long time, since 1998. Um, So so about 20 years. Um, It's a a longstanding organization, an organization that we really need to be throwing our support around behind right now because you know what? Things are rough for everybody, and especially marginalized and minority folks. And I hate to say it, but this is a really good time to support them. Right. Yes, things are rougher now than they've been in a while. Right. So our setup for this marathon is going to be about the same as it usually is, but because we have more people uh, around and more people participating, um, we're going to have be running for 24 right. hours. And we're going to uh, be running in shifts of about three hours. And we're going to have mm-hmm. two to three people running, um, streaming in each, in each shift. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a good time. And we completely understand if people can't donate. Um, because, you know, we don't always have the funds to donate. But you know what you can do? You can help spread the word. Tell other people they may have... Uh, funds to donate or you could just come hang out with the streamers because that helps a lot too and making fun of the 30 times you miss that jump mm-hmm. <laughs> you can definitely come make fun of alicia because i will be all up in her stream making fun of her or when i get stuck in a tree okay you know let's <laughs> let's share the love on that one thank you <laughs> but honestly it's a great chance to come out and have some fun mm-hmm. having fun in the name of a great cause and raising some funds yeah doing good things, helping people do the work that they need to do in order to keep some of our some of the folks in our most vulnerable populations alive. But like I said, we got lots of great people participating. We'll be running two to three people in every slot. Well, except for that three to six AM slot where we have one person because that's a slot nobody wants at that time. <laughs> Always. Yeah. And with that kind of coverage, people will be playing a huge variety of games. So if one of the games doesn't appeal to you, maybe there's someone playing something at the same time where it does. So that gives us a lot of coverage. So come on out if you can watch, tell your friends about it, tell your family about it. There's something for everybody. (laughs) And with the news of the marathon covered, let's jump in and start going with our usual. What you're playing, what you're reading, what you're drinking. I am because I'm going to try to be mannerable. We're going to start with you guys and y'all can tell me what you're playing. What's up for this week? What you playing? What's good? Alicia, you go first. We're going alphabetical on this one. <laughs> Boom. Um, yeah, alphabetical by first yes. name. Otherwise, we'd be going with That's two true. That's true. <laughs> That's 
So <laughs> Alicia starts with an A. Yeah. yeah. Bianca starts with a B. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's what you're saying. All That's right. what yeah, we're doing. That's what we're doing. Shush. Yeah. Shush. Um, <laughs> so here's what I'm playing. I uh, I am playing PhD exams. Mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. I'm actually in the middle of my exams right now. But I like you guys so much that I'm here anyway. Um, I just took my 24-hour super pressure crunch time exam, and now I'm writing my paper. But I'm taking a break from the podcast. I have not been doing a whole ton of gaming because I've been working on that. Um, kind of the same stuff I've been doing most of the summer. A little Overwatch, a little Hearthstone. I have some things I want to say about Overwatch later when we slide around. Cool. Also today, uh, What Remains of Edith Finch released on the Xbox One, oh. um, which I've wanted to play, so I bought that today. I'm really excited. Uh, that's going to be my reward for finishing my exams. Is You're going to have to let me know how that one is. Yeah. I will. I'm mm-hmm. super excited. Um, anything that gets Ian Bogost all up in his feelings about how <laughs> games shouldn't even have characters sounds like it is my alley. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he was just. I'm just really gonna sit over here and make a lot of noises. He probably should have just. He should have just calmed down. You know, just, just can't be so hysterical. <laughs> right. Deep breaths. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> be a time. Mm-hmm. And Biana. Um, I am also, well, um, no, not also, uh, I haven't been playing a ton either. I've been trying to get caught up on dissertation stuff since I'm now moving into that phase. What is that about? What is life? I don't know. Apparently lots of writing is what it is. Um, so, but Sam and I did just play Perception, not together, separately, but then we wrote about it together. And this is a really great description of everything. Very linear. Um, but uh, that one was really interesting, I think. Uh, and, you know, because we, we wrote about that. Was that last week? That yep, we that, was that, last week. Okay. that was last oh, week. Gosh, wow. I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you, the, the sort of standard um, exploration of the home as the site of horror, um, always super fascinating to me. Um, and Alex and I have been watching a lot of like British police procedurals lately. Um, and so there's a lot, whenever we watch those, I'm like, you know, this isn't helping like my state of mind because I already know that the home is like the worst place, the least safe place because of how much horror I watch and play. So these, these, you know, series are not helping me either. And I feel unsafe all the time. So that's great. That's life. Um, I should maybe like turn to more uh, happy um, series, <laughs> I think. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so that nah, nah no, I think uh, trust no one, as Fox Mulder says, especially if they're in your house. So um, I added that end part there. So uh, that's like been the main thing I've been playing. Although Alex and I have been playing a lot of board games over the summer, we got the um, two-player version of Seven Wonders couple months ago um yeah and that's been pretty fun uh except i oh is that the one with the slaves is it oh shit 
I don't remember that. It might actually have that. I've been too busy trying to figure out all the math equations involved. There are like all these equations in red in the uh, manual, and I'm like, this is not good for me because I hate math stuff and I have to add and subtract things in my brain, please. Um, so uh, that actually, you know what, you, you might be right on that. So that's fun. Um, just some fun slavery, I guess, in a game. Why not? Uh, because of many reasons, why not, people? So, uh, people would be the main reason. Okay, so, uh, yeah, but that's, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying anymore. But uh, we've been doing a lot of, a lot of board games, a lot of Splendor, a lot of Ticket to Ride, that kind of stuff. So, yeah. I love Splendor. Yeah, me too. Me too. I love Splendor too. Alicia and I both have it on our phones, but I don't think I mm -hmm. have the board game version of it, which is kind of weird. I don't know. You do have it. Oh, you're right. I bought it for homeschooling. Yeah. I've, the mm -hmm. kids loved that game. And then they were they were playing it all the time on my phone, so I would take the kids to their piano lessons, and then they would mm. take turns like stealing my phone to play Splendor, and then I was sitting there with nothing to do, <laughs> so I had to sit there and listen to them <gasps> practice the piano with the piano teacher while they were having fun on my phone. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And they were <laughs> beginners, too, so I'm sure that was super fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get serious playing Splendor. Like, I'm pretty... Yeah. Y'all have seen me play board games, right? I get pretty hardcore, but anyway, but there's something about yeah. Splendor that I'm I like, getcha. I can't even hold a conversation. I'm so mm -hmm. focused. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thinking of moves ahead. Mm -hmm. And like trying to think like six rounds ahead and I'm looking at stuff and I'm like, okay, but what if this comes up and this and this and this? I mean, it, it, it can't be fun for anybody but me, but I love it. Yeah. Trying to figure out what to do next. Like if I'm going to go here, but what if they take this move? What am I going to do after that? Because then I have to think about what's going to come next. <laughs> yeah. All the stuff you're thinking about all while you're like trying to pay attention. And then they're like, hey, you know, uh, I finished my move like five minutes ago. So it's your turn and you're just sitting there, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm busy. Mm -hmm. I get that way with like puzzles because I'm an old lady, I guess. And I do lots of puzzles, but I bought Alex a puzzle for his birthday and then I got really like obsessed competitive about it and took over it and then I did his puzzle How basically do you get competitive all about puzzles? because I said I'm an old lady and I'm like look I got like really obsessed about grouping everything together and being very organized <laughs> and I was like you have to go away I am organizing this these pieces the way I think they need to be you cannot be over here I'll get you another puzzle and then I did the puzzle basically all by myself so yeah I was also after we came back home from L.A. and I was like very depressed. So I just got really into a puzzle. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it helped. That's, that's, you just uh, got to do a puzzle. I just got to do a puzzle. Work it out. No, there's nothing wrong no. with that. I love puzzles. Okay. Yeah. P and I do puzzles together all the time. I love puzzling. Video game puzzles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. And we hang exactly. them up on the wall. I'm all about I a puzzle. I'm a puzzle person. I'm all about it. This one was sushi, too. So it was like two of my oh, top yeah. five favorite things. Yeah. It was great. Nice. Except it made me really hungry the whole time, too. And then, <laughs> so, yeah. Sort of a downside. <laughs> well, that happens. 
That yeah. happens. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Y'all are funny. So I uh, guess it's my turn for what I've been playing. Mm. Um, so for those of you who don't know, um, I've been streaming a lot. Um, and I've been playing a lot uh, because we, I think it started when we had Trey Andrea Restworm on the show a while back. And we talked about streaming and representation. Um, and I had a couple of drinks and I was when I kind of promised that I was going to start streaming on a regular basis again. And I said, I'm going to stream at least one day a week. Um, and then we had, uh, mm-hmm. Moto, uh, on the show from Girl Tribe Gaming. Um, and she streams a lot on Mixer. She's partnered on mm-hmm. Mixer. So I said, okay, I'm going to stream. And I started to get in and streaming again. And I started doing my one day a week. Um, and then um, I loved the community on Mixer so much, and the folks there were so great, and I was having fun playing games with people. Um, and because Alicia had let me have a drink or two and set myself up, I did. I then had to put my money where my mouth was in terms of thinking about stuff like representation and streamers and what it means to see diverse streamers on stuff like Mixer and Twitch. Right. I mean, I've been streaming off and on for, I don't know, a couple of years, probably at least five or six since we started doing the games marathons. Um, But I've been streaming mostly on Twitch. But I had gotten started talking to Moto about Mixer um, and having her tell me how Mixer was a less toxic environment than Twitch. And that's why I decided maybe it would Mm -hmm. be a good idea to try out uh, Mixer because, you know, Twitch can be... Like I said, pretty toxic. Um, So I started doing my regular streaming day on Mixer. And then that's when I kind of recognized that what Moto had been telling us about Mixer being more welcoming and less toxic was actually true. And that it was a better place for streaming. Mm. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So I started to stream even more. And now I have a regular streaming schedule on Mixer. Um, and I have made some good friends and been hanging out and doing some multiplayer games. And you know how much I hate playing multiplayer games with people, but I have a great group of people to play multiplayer games with, just hang out with, to talk with, talk about stuff like representation, talk about games. There's all kinds of fun going on there. And I've started to enjoy multiplayer games, co-op games, in a way that I haven't enjoyed them in a really long time. Because, hmm, friends, hmm. yeah, it's all really kind of amazing. Uh, because, like I said, I've been keeping regular streaming hours on Mixer. And again, I'll drop, the, I'll drop the link to my Mixer page in the show notes. And yesterday, I hit my first milestone. It was hey! <laughs> yeah, I hit... 100 followers on Mixer, and I was way more excited than I thought I would have ever been. Woo! Congratulations. Thank you. I'm excited. (laughs) Really excited. That's great. So I've been playing a lot of games, and all of that's to say that. (laughs) I've been playing a lot of Dead Rising 4, playing the multiplayer, where I get to smash zombies in the head. Mm-hmm. They set you loose in a mall and tell you to kill zombies. Zombies are everywhere. Right. So there's nothing better, of course. No. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I will say that there are a lot of things better than Dead Rising 4, but... I'm not saying there's nothing better than Dead Rising 4. 
I'm saying that there's nothing better than being set loose in a mall full of zombies in a multiplayer game where I get to bash zombies in the head with things like candy canes and ornaments and stuff like that. Yeah, the weapons are really fun in the game. (laughs) And that's what I'm talking about of Dead Rising Mm -hmm. 4 because I'm just playing the multiplayer. I'm not playing the single player campaign Mm -hmm. because I haven't been a fan of the single player campaign since Dead Rising 2. I didn't really like the single player campaign in Dead Rising 3. But Dead Rising 4, the multiplayer, if you're playing with people that you like and you're just kind of hanging out and, you know, maybe just kind of kicking back, chilling, maybe having a drink or two and then killing some zombies, there's really nothing better. And the other thing that I've been playing um, is Path of Exile, the beta on Xbox One. So if you like Diablo, this game will be right up your alley. But you know what? I love Diablo. So it works really well for me. And because like I've been saying, I've been getting into playing more cooperative play with folks on Mixer. I've really gotten back into playing (laughs) Overwatch. And Alicia and I were playing the Mm -hmm. other night and she actually left me. And I was like, where you going? We only been playing for like mm-hmm. three hours. I got more game to play. <laughs> Imagine. So I had to go find somebody else to play with. She left me all by myself. And then I ended up staying up far too late playing Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And they tried to blame me too, like it was my fault. It was your fault. It was your idea to play Overwatch in the first place. I was minding my own business. Uh-oh. I'm not going to argue with you on the podcast, <laughs> but I'm just going to go ahead and state for the record that that is not how it went down. <laughs> All right, fine. Um, what else I've been playing? I've been playing Stardew Valley. I love Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, for like the eighth time. <laughs> yes, for like the eighth time. But you know what? I have to admit that between playing on Mac, PC, and Xbox One, I got three farms, and I have about 300 hours total into that game. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely love that game. And I love streaming that game, which is what I found out because I have so much time into the game and I know it so well, um, and I know how the relationships go. I can just sit back, kick back, and talk to people mm-hmm. about the games themselves, like how the relationships <laughs> go. I could talk to them about stuff like min-maxing and what to farm and what to do in the mines. There's all kinds of fun stuff that I can talk about mm-hmm. in that game. But I'm not going to talk too much about Stardew Valley. Um, the other game that I've been playing is an early access on Xbox One. Um, it is a squad-based zombie shooter slash tower defense slash building game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's, that's about it. It's, it's really cool. It's called Fortnite. Um, and it's got a little bit of Overwatch because of the squad base thing. So you have to, you get missions to protect things. That's, that's the tower defense. And then you have to build things around it, um, structures around it. You can use traps. Um, you, and then you, of course you have, uh, four classes of, uh, heroes that you play in the game. There is the constructor. There is the mm-hmm. outlander. There's the soldier, and then there is the ninja. Um, So you can play one of those. And like I said, all four can do basically the same thing um, in terms of the regular gameplay, but each one has its own special. 
But what I really like in this game is the character models and the diversity of the character models. There's great okay. diversity in nice. terms of the body. There's great nice. diversity in terms of the hair. Oh, there's all kinds of fun stuff going on. Oh, there's even plus oh, size. Awesome. Yeah, there's even plus size female um, body types, which is nice. And uh, because I haven't been playing so long, I, I've only got six or so of the characters open so far, but I keep playing the plus sized women, the constructors over and over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty nice. And there's one character in there that I keep seeing who I swear looks just like Luke Cage, um, but he's got like this tight haircut. And every time I see him, I'm like, where is he? Finding a barber to cut his hair every day in the apocalypse. <laughs> Fair question. Yeah. But apocalypse barbers aside, that's what I'm playing. Cool. So plus size women and apocalypse barbers aside, that's what we've been playing. What have you been reading? Oh, pick me. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. I'm reading so many books right now yeah um, so i am reading uh nikki's the proteus paradox um which i've read before uh but i need to reread for my stuff uh -huh. i am reading the uh race after the internet um collection uh-huh and i'm reading oh what's the name of it um the gendering of society that's just for funsies <laughs> it's it's from like it's almost 10 years ago um but it's pretty good it's about like how we started separating like in different cultures how we started separating men and women and deciding that like men could do some things and women could just be ornamental um mm. So it's fascinating, and I thought, you know, I don't need to read this right now. The Gendered Society is what it's called. Uh, mm. But it it won't certainly won't hurt with my other research. Um, so it's, uh, it's interesting. It's by Michael Kimmel. Cool. I'm going to have to look into that. Spelled like Jimmy Kimmel? Yes. <laughs> yes, but le less of a sloppy alcoholic. Oh, I hope. Ooh. <laughs> Youch. Okay. Yeah, she went ahead and went there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I haven't podcasted in a while, so I forgot how to be polite. I forgot how to be a person on a podcast, apparently. I think you are all right. Thanks. <laughs> all right. What about you, Bianca? What you reading? I'm re reading. reading lots of... No, it's okay. Um, I heard reading. Uh, I'm reading <laughs> lots of fun stuff, actually. I've been tr making myself read for at least half an hour in bed before I go to sleep, um, like for fun, and it's been really good for me. Um, what have I been reading? I've been getting caught up on the Expanse series. I'm on the sixth book of that, which is the most current Should one. Should I start that? I love it. Like, I really like it. The, there are so many... The, the cast of characters is really diverse, um, and it gets better and better each book, I think, especially because the first book, the, the POV chapter... Because it's split between characters, and it's two characters primarily in the first book. It's Miller and Holden. 
Um, and you don't necessarily get a lot of diversity through their lens necessarily, through those characters themselves, although the people around them are more diverse. But you start getting more characters uh, getting their own POV chapters um, uh, more and more as the books progress. And I think in the sixth book, because Alex has read it already, and he said it has, like, the most uh, characters um, that get their own chapters so far. Some of them only get a couple chapters to themselves, I think. Um, but it's really great. Um, and the fifth book I really liked because some of my favorite characters finally got their own chapters. And that was really nice. And I really want you to read it, Alicia, because we have to talk about Naomi because she's the best. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, and there's been some really interesting stuff with motherhood happening these past couple books, too. So that's... Oh, see, you're supposed to be reading for fun. I know. Well, it all blends. You know, it all blurs <laughs> together. You know what? She read the gender society for fun. What about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We read what's interesting to us. Mm-hmm. You know what? We all fall mm-hmm. into that trap, so it's okay. Always. All, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, I watch Orphan Black for fun, but like that's all about motherhood oh, yeah. and reproduction yeah. and sisterhood and solidarity. Like, that's all of my research there wrapped up into a show, you know? Um, so, How convenient for you, really. You know? I know, right? Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate that. Um, but I watch it, but it's fun, too, you know, because Tatiana Maslany is an amazing actor, and I want to see her in more things. underrated, oh, undervalued so, I forget it's her playing all of those people all the time. I forget. Can you imagine having all those conversations with yeah. yourself? I'm like, are they paying her the ten, rate of 10 actors because she's right. playing 10 roles? Hell that's no. Not right. right. Also, I do want to, pr- I think that if we're talking about underrated actors on that show too, the her like stand-in, the person who plays her when she's like talking to herself. Yeah. Wow. That was a really weird way of phrasing that. <laughs> but you know, like if she's like playing Helena and Sarah at the same time and she has the stand-in for her. That she'll talk yeah. to. That woman probably n- needs way more credit than she's getting, too. Yeah. You know? Um, but I mean, she yeah. makes the show happen. Right. Exactly. Uh, but that, yeah, that show is incredible. And it's on right now, so everyone should go watch it and then talk to me about it. Okay, You cool. know, I, okay, here's a totally unimportant aside. I'm sorry. I'm no. I'm sorry. Um, I have a friend uh, who lives in Canada who does a lot of stand-in work. Mm. And she has done some of the most interesting things. Like, she had to be buried in dirt, like, for a whole day once. Whoa. Just Weird. buried. Like, they would unearth her every Weird. now and then. <laughs> and they would bury her again. Huh? Oh. Yep. I know, I think, uh, I know the stand-in for, um, what's her name? Evan Rachel Wood in Westworld. <gasps> no. Yeah. We can talk about that later after we record yes, this. Later, but later. I realized that recently. So, anyway... Um, but I've been, okay, so I've been reading The Expanse, and everyone should go read that because I think it's fantastic, and the characters are fascinating, and just a lot of um, fluidity as far as, like, sexuality in that book as well, and gender Ooh. identity, super fascinating. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I've been reading that. Oh, I've been reading a couple comics, too. I started Paper Girls. Have either of you read that one? I have not. I bought it and I haven't read it. It's great. 
I read the second trade last night and in bed and Alex was already asleep and I kept waking him up because I kept going, what? No, you can't, get out of there. You guys, you got to get out. Okay. So I was like shouting and laughing the whole time, like a crazy person. <laughs> Side note, apparently I'm laughing in my sleep lately. Speaking of laughing. And last right. night I woke myself up laughing and it was the creepiest thing. I've never been more creeped out by myself. Like that's a good thing, right? Sort of. But like it was me. Okay, just imagine you're sleeping and then you wake up to yourself just like <laughs> okay. And then you that's a very jarring way of waking up. I mean, it's not a horrible thing, but I was really creeped out by myself at the same time. I don't know how to feel about myself right now. A lot of issues. Um, so laughing in my sleep, but also laughing a lot at Paper Girls. See how I brought it back there by the end? All okay. Right. Um, nice. It's great. It's really good. Uh, it's, I think one of the blurbs on the back says it's like Stranger Things-ish, but it's even crazier somehow. Like, I, it's nuts what's going on in it. It's just exponentially weirder and weirder as they go on. Um, but it's, it's four girls who deliver papers and, you know, chaos ensues on their paper route, I guess would be one way of saying it. Um, but, uh, chaos. Yeah, just chaos. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's great. I think everyone should read that too. Uh, it's super fascinating. Um, I started the Vision comics too, the the Vision series. That's where he's like um, trying to live a normal life. I can't remember who's writing that, but um, and he has like a family, and he's trying to live like in the burbs. And obviously, the Vision can't really do that. So. <laughs> yeah so that's super interesting like juxtaposition happening there and a lot of tension in that I read the first trade of that and I have the second one um what else have I been reading uh oh I read this really interesting novel called what was it called Vermilion I just finished that it's by Molly Tanzer it's like steampunk in the wild west um and I can't even explain what it is. Uh, it's the main character. There's a lot of, again, gender fluidity happening in this book, too. And it's, like, set in the 1870s. Uh, don't quote me on that date. But, you know, a steampunk version of it where, like, bears and sea lions can talk somehow. And um, <laughs> That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And the main character is Lou Merriweather. Um, and she's 19, uh, and she's a psychopomp, I think is how you, you would say it. And she, so she like has to, uh, wrangle ghosts and like vampires and stuff like that. And, you know, undead figures of a wide variety and, you know, help them pass on to the other side. Um, and she, uh, but she's like, she's this gender fluid character where she dresses like a man but she still identifies as a woman. So she's like grappling. And she's also, her mom is from China and her dad is from England and she lives in San Francisco. So she's dealing with a lot of the, like a lot of racial issues in the American West 
in the 1800s too. So um, issues of gender, issues of race happening all in this. And it's super fun, but also really great exploration of those really big issues at the same time. And I think I read that she's writing a sequel too. I hope that's true. Don't quote me on that again, because I don't know what I'm talking about ever. But I really liked that book a lot. It was a lot of fun. And I read that on the plane. That's really interesting. It's great. And I mean, because it's like all my favorite things, too. It's cowboys. The cover is beautiful. The cover is beautiful, too. Like You've been reading all the good books. I've, I know. I've been doing a lot more reading than playing, I will say. Um, but, yeah. Um, what is happening? Uh, yeah, I would say that would be a really good one to check out, too. So, what's it called? Vermilion by Molly Tanzer. Check it out. Cowboys and the like. So yeah, Vermilion. That was, I think, the last thing that I've read recently that's fun. So, yeah. I want to check that out. It sounds interesting. I went to Amazon to look at it, and the cover looks amazing. The Yeah. The cover is badass. It's really cool. It is. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't been reading a whole lot because I've been, well, not for fun anyway. I've been reading a lot for course prep and stuff like that. But one thing that I did start to read was a book called Poor Unfortunate Souls that I grabbed and looked at when I was at Barnes & Noble the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the story of Ursula the Sea Witch from Little Mermaid. Oh. So the author is Serena Valentino, and she has rewritten four of the Disney fairy tales from the perspectives of the villains. So like I said, there's four of them so far. There's Poor Unfortunate Souls, which is Ursula. There's the fairest of them all, which is um, the evil queen. And then Mm -hmm. there is uh, the one called The Beast Within. But I won't touch anything from Beauty and the Beast with a 10-foot pole. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> so poor unfortunate souls is the third one in that series which and i was fascinated by it because i really wanted to see how they were going to spin it so that ursula the sea witch uh, to see how she had quote unquote gone bad um and i've just started reading it but i don't know that i'm that i'm necessarily impressed with it so far because the book is just starting and mm-hmm. they've already got her kind of as the evil character. Um, and that that sounds kind of feels kind of problematic to me, even from the very beginning, mm-hmm. especially when it's supposed to be about what left her twisted, scorned and filled with hatred is what the description yeah. of the book says. Um, but they've already got her as the bad guy already. So I'll let you know how much I hated it once I actually finished the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the fourth mm-hmm. book in the series is supposed to be coming out in October. And okay. that's the one that I'm really interested in because it's about Maleficent. And it's called Mistress of All Evil, A Tale of the Dark Fairy. And I'm interested in that one specifically because of the way that we've seen Maleficent rewritten in other stories where she's uh, the the fairy who gets yeah. scorned um, and becomes evil because of the way she was treated, right? So that's the, that's the Angelina Jolie Maleficent that we see actually loves. So I'm, I want to see how that one comes out. 
So ultimately, I'm interested to see where this whole series of novels about the villains actually goes. Because, you know, I'm tired of hearing about the princesses. I am not a big Disney princess fan. Um, I want to see where they go, uh, how they how they spend them, what we actually get out of them. Yeah. They're YA novels. Cool. And I am a huge fan of YA mm-hmm, novels. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm reading. But like I said, I bought some comics, but I haven't had time to read them. What have you bought? What have you bought? Tell me. Okay. <laughs> I did buy Paper Girls. Read it. Read it. It's so good. I just haven't had Sorry. time to read them yet. I can't wait to find the time to take a day and curl up in the bed with a stack of comics and YA novels just to chill. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I love YA novels. Yeah. Um, YA novels are some of my favorite novels, actually. Me too. So we'll see how that happens. I do too, but I don't like the way that many of them become YA novels mm. just because they don't want the characters to deal with any adult concerns, but then they don't deal with any kid concerns either. Uh that's interesting. But isn't that the way of teenagers? Um, no, I mean, like, you know, they don't they don't have to deal with parents or school. Or somehow those things just magically fall away. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I see mm-hmm. what you're saying. I see what you're saying. There's, like, a weird, like, liminality in that. Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, I suppose some of them do do that, mm-hmm. but some of them are really good. I mean, some of them mm-hmm. are really well done, and they deal with the issues mm-hmm. of teenagers very specifically. So when I find those, I'm going to pass them on to you. <laughs> because on a whole, I find YA novels more interesting to read um, and usually mm-hmm. more adventurous. It's a rich time mm-hmm. in human development. Uh, Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of potential there for good stories yeah and what I find interesting is that the only time we get adventurous stories in adult literature not adventure stories but adventurous stories both in the way that they are written and the way Mm -hmm. that they allow the characters to develop is in sci-fi and fantasy Mm -hmm. now I love sci-fi and fantasy but I want to read other things as Mm -hmm. well right I want to see that sense of adventure in the novel and in the character. And we see more of that in YA lit than in adult literature. Oh, you have less to lose when you're 17 and you feel like you're totally fucking immortal. (laughs) (laughs) True. Like, I can't just roll out and save the world because I got kids and, like, a car payment and... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm about to roll out and take my kid with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The important thing. Before I finish it, since we already been here like I'm real close to that. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> okay, what you drinking? Um, I have my old standard have uh, four roses in ginger but Ooh. i also have i also have a cider boys pineapple hula Whoa. which i purchased today i was like i gotta write a paper yeah Good i'm call. gonna get some pineapple cider because i deserve it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you do mm-hmm. mm. and it's so delicious <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm rocking that Kirkland vodka 
over here. Yeah. I'm going to have to make a trip to Indy just to take a trip to Costco with you. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Also, the Ikea there is opening soon, so... Oh, that's right. You know, I got excited because I was down in Indy, and I saw the Ikea, and there was a bunch of cars in the parking lot, and I jumped off the freeway because I thought it was open. (laughs) (laughs) I was ready to go in there and spend all my money. (laughs) But it wasn't open. Apparently, they were just doing some kind of training or something, and they just had a bunch of cars in the Mm. parking lot. I was sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually just ordered something online from Ikea because I was like, I really need this thing and I can't wait. Same. Um, I did. It I happened better. to be, yeah. 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 Happened to be one of the things that they will actually ship you because there's so many things that they're like, fuck you, go to a store. And I'm like, but I, I don't want to because they're in Chicago. Right. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to tell you this and maybe I shouldn't tell you this, but Amazon what? sells Ikea now. What? Yeah, some of the things, but oh. there, there's a markup. There is a mm. markup. Okay, check this out, though, because I checked, because the little things that I needed were $3 at Ikea, and they were 26 on Amazon. Oh, Ooh, hell yikes. no. Yeah, the stuff that I was looking at was just a couple of dollars markup, but they were big items, so that was probably mm. the difference. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. $3 up to, like, $20, because that's absolutely ridiculous. That's totally not worth any kind of convenience. Yeah, I have to. They need to hurry because my daughter needs a new bed. <laughs> and yeah. all of our beds are IKEA beds, so you know we got to stay with tradition. Yeah, I get it. Also, they're cheap. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need some more bookshelves here pretty soon. At this rate, Girl, my goodness. I actually, my husband is so excited because I got rid of three boxes of books. Good for you. Man. I mean, of course, I had like 27 boxes. Right. Books. Right. But, I mean, it was hard. Yeah. Like, oh, I hate this book, but can I get rid of it? Yeah. <laughs> Why is it so hard? It, yeah. <sighs> Oof. That's, that's tricky. I got rid of a lot of books because books. I had one of those huge packing boxes, the ones that are like four feet tall, full of trade paperbacks. Because a woman in my neighborhood opened up one of those free library boxes. Mm-hmm. And I was able to, like, keep that mug mm. stocked. Because I just keep go, I keep rotating. And it's been, like, 10 years. And that box is pretty near empty at this point. Uh-huh. That's what two years of keeping the neighborhood free library <laughs> stock does for you at this point. <laughs> You guys, yeah. we're going to build one now that we've, we've moved and settled. We're going to build a little library. Aww. I'm so excited. That's great. They're great. And it's a great opportunity to get rid of yeah. a lot of paperback books. I mean, like mine are just trade paper, right? Just fiction that I buy and I know that I'm never going to read again. And I've gotten smart enough mm-hmm. in the time since to know that if I want to read something that's out in trade paper, that's just regular mm-hmm. old fiction, then I'm going to buy it on my Kindle. So that I don't have to keep up with like four feet mm-hmm. worth of bu- books again. Right. Yeah. So Sam, what are you drinking? What am I drinking? Mm-hmm. I am also drinking Cider Boy's Pineapple Hula. Yeah. Hey. What's Man. up? I am not in the cool club. Apparently not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet them right now. Be like, <laughs> yo. <laughs> 
<laughs> Y'all want to sponsor us. You can get in touch with us through Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> What's up? So the funny thing was, when it first came out, I bought like two or three cases and I brought it home. Um, and then I drank it. And then I went back and I bought a case and we came home from the grocery store and uh, my kid was like, do you want me to stick these under the kitchen table with the rest of the beer that you don't drink? <laughs> I was like, mind your own business, watch your mouth. Oh, wait, you got, you got leftover beer that you ain't drinking? <laughs> I live closer now. I mean, come on. How much beer is there always sitting underneath my kitchen table? That's nothing new. There's a lot. I mean, there's always like 20 or 30 beers sitting under my kitchen table. Not like 20 or 30 cases, but you know, what's left over from six packs or mixed packs or stuff that I just don't drink or people leave. That sounds like what heaven looks like right there. Yeah. I need to come over there. (laughs) I always get really surprised now when I get, because I have multiple Twitter accounts that I manage, um, when I get a notification... (laughs) About my main one, and it comes up, it'd be like Tormund's eyebrow just said because I just changed my name. Yeah, um, and I'm always surprised. I'm like, who's whose Twitter name is that? That's so good. Oh, that's mine. <laughs> I love it. Tormund's eyebrow was the MVP of Game of Thrones. <laughs> it is, yeah. Tormund's eyebrow for the Iron Throne, y'all. <laughs> just, just the eyebrow. I mean, I'd bow the knee, you know, bend the knee, whatever. Fuck, sorry. Vodka, <sighs> I'm looking at you. It's hard. Yep. That's your fault. Yep. <laughs> yep. Vodka. How do you vodka. bow a knee? You don't. That sounds painful. You bend it. Okay, so, so now that we've talked about liquors, can can we talk about our summer gaming? Yes, please. All right, so I need to talk about Overwatch, you guys. Do it. Because I'm kind of, I'm like, I'm not in my feelings, but I'm like to the left of them. Mm. And I'm not sure how I feel about this. Work it out. Work it out. All right, so they just released Doomfist, right? Who? Mm-hmm. I kind of, I'm I'm a little salty about Doomfist because he keeps popping up right behind me and like one-shotting my little flimsy ass. <laughs> With that meteor shot. Well, no, because he, that, that gets telegraphed and then there's like a thing. I can avoid that usually, except when I'm symmetric because she's slow. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, let me run. Oh, I'm dead. Um, But just like, I'll be playing Lucio and I'm like in the groove and then it's like, bam, like, shit, fucking Doomfist. But, so I'm excited because Doomfist is this big old black man. But he's also a big old black man, and it's like always a big old black man, right? It's not never like a small black man. Well, Lucio's small. Not really, and he's got, you know, his hair and stuff. But I'm excited about Overwatch because there's lots and lots of different kinds of identities mm-hmm. on display. Lots of... I have no fault. There's so many body types on display and that's visual and you can't avoid it. And it's just like there, right? Like mm-hmm. Zarya's like moving around. She got her big ass muscles and like May is being May and she's super cute. Um, so that's great. But I do feel like a lot of the things about Overwatch that make it really unique, you know, the fact that say Symmetra is autistic, um, Tracer's sexuality and her relationship, that stuff is, Stuff that you don't have to confront unless you want to. 
because it's not actually part of the game. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a really easy way for Blizzard to be like, look how progressive we are, except not for y'all who don't like this shit. Right? Yeah. Y'all don't have to fuck with it. Um, so as I'm playing, I'm like, oh, God, I feel almost almost complicit because mm. people make fun of, like, Hanzo doing his special, and they'll, like, mimic what he says if he actually says it in Japanese. And I'm like, oh, is this... Is this a good game that's like promoting things that we don't see in other games, or is it secretly like not a good game? Mm. Mm-hmm. So I've been kind of struggling with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. There are all these kind of rich and diverse backstories to these characters, but the messed up part is that they're not actually in the game. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. You have to actually go looking for them. Yeah. yeah, you have to seek it out. Yes, you have to seek it out. You get some of those in those videos that they release when they release the new characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, with the characters that came with the base install, you got those early on. But the later ones... And you never even have to watch those. I've never watched them. No, not at all. You have to watch them all. I watch them all because that's what I'm interested in. But mm-hmm. unless you go looking for those things, right. you don't see it. And then you see the rest of it in the comics. But this is stuff you have to actively go looking for, or you can totally and completely gloss over it. And that kind of thing gives you the opportunity to say, here's Tracer's ass shot, yeah. or here's Lucio. He's just another black dude with dreadlocks. He's good at sports and music. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Mm. And then you've got Doomfist, who's just another big buff black dude running around punching shit. And he's also technically kind of a thug. Mm. Yes, he's technically kind of a thug. And then you've got Farah, who might be a Middle Eastern woman. But if you take away that rich backstory, you've just got another Middle Eastern woman who's running around and blowing shit up. It becomes a stereotype. And her mother, her mother is a sniper, right? Mm. So unless you actively search out these stories and get this rich backstory, you have a series of stereotypes. And you get some visual cues that that Farrah's like Egyptian and, you know, there's a whole thing, but... But you, it's it's really easy to just look at them and be like, look, Hanzo's jumping around with an arrow and talking about honor, and he yells some Japanese shit and turns into a, a dragon. dragon. <laughs> like, yeah, you're oh, like, oh. boy. But then you do have those things that you can't escape. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you have some of the largest female bodies in gaming on screen in that game. Okay. And not just one character, but multiple characters. Oh, mm-hmm. So you can't skip that. But right. I don't know. You have some of the largest. I'm going to make an argument here. So bear with me for a second, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to make this same argument about female body types in Fortnite. So you have larger female bodies, but they are still perfectly symmetrical bodies. Mm-hmm. And that's problematic. They're good. They're good fat. Yes, they're good fat. They're not fat like real fat folks. Yeah, they're like plus size model fat. Mm. Exactly. So there is that. 
I mean, even in Fortnite, the constructor that you can start with, she's full-figured. Her name is Penny. Penny the Tank. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's gorgeous. She's got a really pretty face. She's got blonde hair. Um, she's she's plus size, but she's that plus size model fat. Um, and she's actually wearing mm-hmm. a bustier. So she got boobs hanging out and she's wearing jeans and she got a perfectly shaped ass. Um, all of this to fight zombies in the apocalypse. Right. I mean, both her and the second constructor that you can switch to. Oh, her name. I wish I could remember it. I should know this because I'm playing her right now. She is a racially diverse, brown-skinned, plus-sized character. She is smaller than Penny, uh, but she's still plus-sized. She's not wearing a bustier, which is why I'm playing her. She's still got this perfectly (laughs) shaped ass. Yeah. So, you know, there is that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you have mm-hmm. to keep all of these things in mind when you're looking at these things side by side. Right. That is complicated. Extremely so. Mm-hmm. It is. And the other thing is that there's not any there's not any black women in Overwatch either. Mm. Um, you get some brown women, which are very underrepresented in games. Yeah. So, yay. Yeah. But... The only one who sounds like a black woman is a robot. But that's because the little girl who made her was black, right? Um, what's her name? Yes. Orisa? Yes. Orisa? Is that another situation where that backstory, you have to go find that? Yes, absolutely. Ah. Like You see pictures of the little girl in like the, the skin, the like the sprays and stuff that mm-hmm. you can get mm-hmm. for Orisa. But... Yeah, but other than that, you actually play as the robot. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. okay. Well, that's interesting. So, I mean, I just, you know, I just have some, I have some feelings. I don't. You have feelings? Me, I know. I am Shut shocked. Up. Um, <laughs> I'm about to get as hysterical as Ian Bogos. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm never going to get a job, you guys. It's never. all right. I'm not I'm either. Keep making that joke. I like that joke. Make <laughs> that joke, joke all the time. Um. I don't know. Like, I, I think that the game is doing some things that no other game is doing. And so I applaud it for that. I really mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that some of those things can be twisted back on it. And some of those other things are just super easy diversity points yeah. to get. Um, but it's also kind of funny, like the fact that you basically have to seek out the fact that that Tracer is not like a heterosexual woman. And still people were pissed about it. Like they had to go find it so they could be mad. About Blizzard pandering to the SJWs. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, there's that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's funny. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> no, Alicia, I totally get it. Because I've been having those same feelings about playing Fortnite lately. Mm-hmm. And I love Fortnite as a game. Mm-hmm. That game has become my new Stardew Valley. The game that I sit down... And I sit down and say, I'm going to sit down and run two or three missions. And then I look up and the damn sun is coming up. I mean, like I said, I can't Mm -hmm. play by myself, but I either have to play with people that I know, or I have to play with a party of randos because you can't really Mm -hmm. play the game by yourself because it's built to be a four person squad shooter. So you, sometimes you get people who do stupid shit like, 
run straight in and, and activate the Atlas instead of taking the time to build the defenses. And then you standing there like, what? I'm standing here with my ass hanging out instead of taking the time to build up things the way that we need to. And they like, fuck you, activate. <laughs> and then you have to deal with hordes of zombies <laughs> and no damn defenses. Oh, I'm looking at pictures of these women and there's a lot of like, uh, I guess what I would call Kardashian bodies. Right. Right. That's exactly like, what you're seeing. These perfectly shaped round asses bouncing across your screen. Big old thighs. Oh, okay. Big old asses. Big I see this now. Waist. Yep. Yeah. So on the one hand, we're finally getting some plus size character figures, but then at the same time, we're getting a very specific kind of yeah. plus size character figure. Right, it's good fat. Yes, it's mm. good fat. I mean, but it is an improvement because we used to not even be able to get fat, good yeah, fat. Yeah, we couldn't even get good fat. Okay. And here's the thing. I think it's okay for us to say we have this but, no pun intended, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Right. Is that is well, that you know, it turns out these issues are nuanced. <laughs> it was wordplay. <laughs> they're nuanced and they're not just black and white. Surprise. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, today there's this thing that's been going around. People have been talking about this uh, Sonic Boom cartoon, whatever. I, it doesn't matter. But uh, I was reading some discussion about it on the internet and this one guy like explains what's going on and then he's like oh now i have to go take a break from the internet because i can't believe i just talked about gender politics and sonic the hedgehog and i'm like you know it must be nice to take a break right yeah mm -hmm. how's that feel yep Does that feel good that's nice mm -hmm. that nice relaxing Mm-hmm. Mm. it must be nice to have that kind of privilege to say i don't want to see that right now I don't want to deal with it anymore. I'm done for the day. Mm -hmm. Oh, good for you. Mm -hmm. Right. Instead of that shit just being your everyday all day. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. That shit's hard. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That shit's hard, you know? And, and I, I, I don't know what it means. And I want to go back to talking about Overwatch for a second. Who are you playing a, Overwatch with, Alicia Care Venus? Cause I'm kind of shocked. Me, Laylee, just myself. But you're playing on squads with other people. Oh yeah. So wait, yeah. you, Alicia Carabinas, are playing with randos. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> you who got the big does not play well with the stickers as a kid. <laughs> I I do. I do, and I play I play a lot of utility characters and a lot of healers because, man, I swear to God, I will log in and I'll be like, oh, quick play, yay. Oh, look, you pick DPS, you pick DPS, you pick DPS, you pick DPS. Well, ain't nobody going to tank or heal, huh? <laughs> okay. So I end up playing a lot of utility. So look, I do play well with others, but I prefer to play with people I know. Okay, I was wondering who you were playing with because you know how I am. Because I don't like playing with others. You know, I'll tell you in a minute, I'm not playing that game. 
Because that's all multiplayer. And I don't want to play with randos. Because I don't like people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't don't get it twisted. I sit here and cuss all y'all. <laughs> I'll be like, where is my team? What are y'all doing? This is the payload. You have one job. <laughs> Why the fuck are you over there? <laughs> just for future reference, y'all. She does that to people she knows, too. Not just randos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she gives me so much shit. I don't even know why I play with her. <laughs> it's like, just keep me healed and you ain't got to worry about me dying. I won't die if you keep me healed, if you heal me. Mm-hmm. It's weird because I think it goes back to thinking about community. Community is super important when you think about it. Mm. Right? And for me, it's like, I think it's because I've been streaming on Mixer and building community for myself, Mm -hmm. that existing Mixer community. Mm -hmm. I've met folks and I've been able to say, I know I like you just from the interactions that we had chatting while we were playing games together and whatnot um, and following folks on Twitter. But I do have to admit that there's a couple of folks that I've met on Twitter um, or on Mixer and then followed on Twitter. Um, and I'm a pretty good judge of character. But I've seen them, but they seem to be okay. And, I, and don't stop me for a second because I don't want to stereotype. Stereotyping is a bad thing. And I see them say some out-of-the-way shit on Twitter. And I'm like, see? Right there. That's where you mm-hmm. just showed your slip. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have those moments. I mean, we still have those moments. We all have those moments. And those are those moments that tell us that, you know what? Look, no community is perfect. Every community needs work. Yeah. I mean, but those moments are helpful because it it helps you to recognize and acknowledge the fact that you can say to a person, I don't want to interact with you in this space Mm -hmm. at all. Right. Because you are not there for me. I am not there for you. And I am out. Mm-hmm. Right? You are an ass. You have shown me that you're an ass. But for the most part, it show, it turns <laughs> out that, you know, it's not a utopian community, but Mixer is a good community. It's given me an opportunity to find folks that I think, even if we're not necessarily like-minded, with that they're decent human beings. Right? <laughs> The fact that that is the bar. (laughs) Right? I mean, really, we don't have to agree on everything, but you got to be decent. And another thing I have to say is Twitter and Twitch and Facebook can learn a lot from Mixer. Oh. In terms of how they deal with trolls and how they ban folks who participate in that kind of toxic behavior. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Because modding is important. Yeah. I mean, because it helps a lot when you don't have trolls in your stream constantly, right? right? Mm-hmm. I mean, school's out right now, and I suspect that, you know, you'll, a lot of the shit that we get right now is from folks that uh, when, they, when school's back in won't be around during the daytime. Um, so that I think a lot of the shit that, like, folks who who are non-gender um, conforming or non-stereotypical in terms of gender presentation get like, are you a boy or a girl? Um, that kind of shit. 
I think it'll seriously start to dwindle. Mm. Mm -hmm. The are you a boy or a girl question is somebody's 12 year old who thinks that shit is funny. That's That's not your typical troll. Right. Those questions come differently. Right. If, well, if they have normal IQs, right? Um, <laughs> I think Mixer does a good job of dealing with people who, once they get reported and there's a narrative of why they've been reported, of banning those folks that need to be banned. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's important because, you know, I don't know. Twitch has some, some shit to learn because... I, there was a reason I didn't stream a lot on Twitch. I caught a lot of shit on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I mean, Alicia, you know. Mm. People telling you to put your baby in a plastic bag and shit mm-hmm. like that. What? Yeah, because Charlotte was crying one night. Fucking. Okay. Yeah, sure. Mm. I mean, you get all kinds of heinous shit on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And that, for the most part, is the kind of shit I have not experienced on Mixer. Okay. And you talk about wanting to stream more, Alicia. I think you would like it on Mixer. I just went in and set up my account hey. while you were talking. Yay, party time. Uh, I have to finish my exams. Yes, <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> and we also have a bet about a prospectus. What? And then we'll see. Oh, There's I'm a... supposed to have my prospectus done by like before January. Oh, did we say December first or December thirty first? I wrote it down. You can you can do that. <laughs> We're gonna say January first. Yeah, we'll say December thirty first because I don't want anything thrown together in a in a drunken rush on January first. <laughs> 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 it's great. It's really good. I I swear. You've never seen anything like it. The question is not whether or not she'll get it done. The question is whether or not she'll give it to me. Mm. That's true. Because I'll be like, but it's not very good. Well, show it to me first. And then I will like help you get pumped up to send it to Sam. Huh? That's fair. Yeah. See, this is this is the trap, though. Because right now I'm saying this on the podcast. Yeah. So then I have to. That's good, though. That's good. You want to set a deadline for yourself or you'll never get it done. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. And I ain't trying to be like rolling into my fourth year. Ain't defended yet. I ain't Mm -hmm. that guy. Mm -hmm. Holding on to a perspective you don't want to share. You're going to do great, but you you have to get it done. And you will now because you just made a contract with yourself on the podcast. Boom. Yay. That's how I got roped into streaming. Hey, there you go. Damn it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I got roped into streaming. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a contract with myself right now. I'm going to eat pizza tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. You are going to be busy tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I made the pizza dough already. Oh. So. All right. What? Yeah, that's right. What kind of pizza are you making, though? Do you want to come to my house and make pizza dough? I can. Sure. I will do that for you. Um, I've been working on making a sourdough starter. 
So Mm. I have a lot of discard because I'm having to feed it twice a day. And I don't like to waste it, so I'm using. I've been using a lot of that to make pizza dough. I've been eating a lot of pizza lately, but I've also been making like, you know, crackers and you know, rolls and other things. But aren't uh, you fancy? I'm, She's very fancy. I love to make pizza though because you yeah. can make pizza that's so much better than you can get anywhere else. Yeah, at least here. Yes. yes. Well, yeah, at least absolutely. here. Absolutely, and I'm getting really good. At making pizza, just FYI. Um, but we're gonna uh, have to have a pizza off. Yeah, pizza you know? party. Look, a pizza party is the best kind of party that you could have. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I will. Uh, I'm gonna make an argument right now, and I will say that a pizza party is the best party. Boom. <laughs> Fight me on that one. You will not win. Especially if there is vodka and or bourbon. Well, I mean, yeah, that that's that's sort of a given. There has to be that involved in yes. a pizza party. Yes. Um, or just beer, because beer goes really well with pizza. Alcohol of any kind, you know? <laughs> yeah. Goes really well with pizza. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. We've, this has been the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast. Where we talk where about we pizza. We apparently talk a lot about booze and also <laughs> pizza and fat ladies. <laughs> pizza and fat ladies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Yeah. Go together. So I'm making pizza. I'm sorry. That's my contract. Boom. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, Sam, what's your contract? I'm I'm streaming. I ain't got time for shit else. <laughs> like, I'm done. I already made one. I already made one. I made mine early. Y'all late to the party. That's true. The pizza party. The pizza party. <laughs> the pizza party. Late to the pizza party. Okay, so those are the games we've been playing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What about games? Um, I'm trying to be real careful because I fucked up something real bad. I'm not even going to talk about it because I don't want to think about it right now. Um, what about games that we're thinking about closing out the summer with? Well, I already mentioned mine. I'm going to be playing Edith Finch. Edith Finch. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds like something I'd want to play too. Well. You know, you know what? Hey, hang on. You know what I'm going to do? Hmm. What? When I finish this exam, uh-huh. I'm going to play Edith Finch, but then you know I'm going to buy myself a present. Mm. Several, you buy several years too late. I'm gonna buy myself Grand Theft Auto Five. Are you kidding me? I'm not. <laughs> I'm really bad at driving cars in that game. Yeah, I played a little bit with a friend not long ago, and I'm, I've been kind of iffy on the GTA series. Yeah, it's like three. You know, like they're okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there was there was something very nice about just fucking mayhem. <sighs> That I had missed. Not I enough. am not surprised at all that you would say that. Yeah. Mayhem mm-hmm. in my life right now. So you know what? It's old at this point, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. That's going to be my present to myself. Yeah. That means you can probably just get it cheap. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because even if you don't, even if you don't, um, if you can't get it cheap at like GameStop, I bet if you go on like the the university like resale oh, yeah. site and say like, who's got listen, a let me get. Yeah, I got five dollars. Who got who got GTA five? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you can get it. I know. I know. I'll be like, who needs to eat this week? <laughs> I got a box of ramen. <laughs> you are Trades. horrible. Trade. Um, yeah, I love it when we make jokes about the horrible situation of college and grad students in America. Hooray. Hey, we have all been there. Mm-hmm. Some of us got that tenure money now, though. All right. So what about you, Sam? 
What do you, you know what? You can bite me. <laughs> um, well, um, like I said, let's see. Uh, okay, we're going not what we're playing, but what we're going to be playing. Mm-hmm. I bought and downloaded and have, have not yet started, even though it came out yesterday, Tacoma. <gasps> That's oh. right. It did come out yesterday. Tacoma oh came gosh. out yesterday. And I've been I've watched the trailer like five times over and over again because I'm like, nope, I'm not gonna start this yet. That game and the music um is like right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Um Tacoma. I am really, really looking forward to playing some Tacoma. Oh um yeah, that's what that's that's cause you know, we only got like two weeks left of the summer. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> don't, ain't even got two weeks left. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have a whole. I'm sorry, I won't say it, but we ain't even got a whole two weeks. Got like a week and a half. Listen, <laughs> I got an exam, and then I have to be at orientation the week after that because yeah, so did I. Yeah, but not yep. this year. Not this year. No, no. lucky. Mm. Well, yes, you have I'm to tell us how it is because I really want to play it. Me too. I really want that game to be good. Yeah, let us know. I really want that game to be good. That's how I'm going to round out my summer is playing some Tacoma. Um, I just gave a friend of mine who is one of those people who does not identify as a gamer. She rarely plays not. games, but she messaged me. She's like, I'm about to go on vacation, but I'm not actually going anywhere. I'm just going to take a week off in my apartment, which is wonderful. She's like, you know what I want to do? I want to eat popcorn and play video games. And I was like, let me give you a list. <laughs> and- <laughs> That was one that I mentioned. I was like, oh, Tacoma's about to come out. You might want this. Yeah. Tacoma's going to be, it's beautiful. Um, And you know what? For some reason, I've been iffy on Tacoma um, the whole time. It's gorgeous. Until, you know what? And I don't know why, but it never really struck me what was going on in the game. Until quite recently. And I think that the, the later trailers that they came out with were much clearer in terms of what's going on with the narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't it doesn't hurt that the, the background music that they've set. I'm hoping that we're getting that kind of music in the game because it's amazing. Mm. It's it's you know, it's it's jazzy and Ooh. it is yeah it's nice <laughs> it is nice mm-hmm. um so i'm really looking forward to playing it uh, but i think it's gonna give me the sads yeah i think mm-hmm. it's gonna I'm, I'm worried about that i'm really worried about that right because i mean we're going through and trying to figure out what what connections people had you know because bianca and i walked we talked about connections yeah. last week mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um but again, it's talking about connections, connections that people have to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, going through and trying to figure out what's happened to these people after the fact. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause they're not there. <laughs> right? right. There's, there's just these memories of people. Which but reminds really, me of like that. Uh, what was that game called? Everybody's gone to the Rapture game too. Yes. So that idea yeah. of like exploring and walking around and trying to figure out something through memory. Yeah, but just maybe too. slightly more user friendly. Yeah. That game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, and I I like the fact that because when I when I first saw the game I was like oh why do we just have these kind of 
these blobby computer generated figures Mm -hmm. but I like the way that now that I think about it and I understand the narrative and what's going on more Mm -hmm. I'm like see but having these blobby computer generated colored figures Mm -hmm. that don't have any actual I mean you get body shapes and you get diverse body shapes too Mm -hmm. Um, so you got full size you got full size women you got full size men you got short and tall folks um, and there and so it's pretty interesting to see this in terms of those body shapes but without having very specific features about them Mm -hmm. you get to build your own characters in your mind yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Got to keep us posted. Uh, I will. Cause I'm all right, so I'll report back on Edith Finch. You report back on that, Bianca. Well, I've been wanting to play um, because Alex played it, and I sort of saw a little bit of it. But I've been wanting to play Horizon Zero Dawn because there's some stuff with matriarchy and motherhood in there. Yes, that I think. Uh, warrants further interrogation. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about streaming that one for uh, the Gaming for Good marathon. Um, probably because I'm going to be really bad at it, too. So that's always <laughs> fun to watch is me try to fucking kill, you know, dinosaur robots and then die a million times. Yeah, great job, <laughs> Bianca. Um but, uh, yeah, I think there's – and there's been a lot of conversation about, you know, the, the problematic aspects of that game too. Um, but I think specifically regarding uh, issues of uh, motherhood and daughterhood and how that gets complicated with the technology um, in the narrative of that game is something mm-hmm. that uh, I want to research a little bit more. So that's – probably going to be my next stop play wise all right yeah nice yeah play and research it's all together especially since i've been watching so much orphan black lately i feel like like it's been making me want to look at that more so with good reason Mm -hmm. with good reason Mm -hmm. always working it's hard not to. Yeah. I also really <laughs> want to play, because I haven't played it yet, and I really want to play um, Inside. Oh. I can't. Yeah. yeah. I know. You can't. I, I, I tapped out right, on that right. a long time ago. I cried on stream playing that game. Really? I did. Oh. I did. Yeah. I've been wanting to treat myself. Oh, that's a horrible way of phrasing that, but because um, I and buy that for myself. And just play yeah, it. that was a that was when it first came out. Yeah, when it first came out, like way back when, mm-hmm. and I was still on I was still on Twitch and streaming like sporadically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cried. Mm. I cried. Mm-mm. Okay, well then I guess I need to play that one too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you cried? Okay, I need to play that. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was horrible, and it made you feel bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna check that one out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So far, the only game I've cried at is Brothers, and Alex cried at that one, too. Wait, that's the only game ever? That I've cried at? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here's a question. Have you played Bastion? No. Okay, so I've played Bastion a bunch of times, Mm -hmm. and let's just say this, that, that after 
January 20th of 2017 when Bastion, I don't know if Bastion, I don't remember if it had just come out um, uh, for Xbox One mm-hmm. or if it was just that I had just gotten around to uh, playing it on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, I've played this game like 15 times. I've played it on Xbox. I've played it on PC. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know this game like the back of my hand. I'm going to play it again because, you know, it's, here's easy achievements, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, boost my gamer score. Mm-hmm. So I sat down and I was and I was like, and I love this game, so I'll play it. I ugly cried Ooh. at the end of that game. Mm-hmm. I ugly cried okay. at the end of the game. Okay. And I had, and I finished that game probably four or five times. So I knew exactly what was coming. Mm-hmm. But at the end of that game, I ugly cried. Well, I guess I got to check that out then. <laughs> I had to put my controller down. <laughs> I, was like, I don't. I guess I just don't cry a lot with games. I don't either. I know it sounds like it sounds mm-hmm. like bullshit. That right? Because I've already said I cried twice mm-hmm. in like the last five minutes, right? Mm-hmm. But I usually don't either. Like inside, it's kids, and and that's right. why I don't fuck with games for mm-hmm. kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But so so that's not surprising. Mm-hmm. But Bastion, it was just everything that was going on in the world. I'm not going to tell you what 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 was happening because you say you want to play it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not so I'm not going to tell you what was happening. But yeah, at the end of the game, and when you get to that part, mm-hmm. you will recognize. Like, oh, th- this is the part where she cried like a baby. <laughs> this right <Okay>. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So there we go. So, yeah. I got three games yeah. now I got to get caught up on. There you go. Mm-hmm. In the next week and a half. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sam, shush. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I kid, I kid. <laughs> I'm so behind on life. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else people want to throw out in terms of what they're looking forward to in games? Yeah, that's pretty much it right now. Yeah. Y'all, y'all all play Cuphead, right? Looking forward to our <laughs> marathon. Plug that I in. am super yeah. looking forward right? to that. Yes. I'm, I'm I'm always looking forward to any chance that I get to see YouTube stream for for totally different reasons because <laughs> Bianca is just fucking entertaining. Um, I, I, you are you are so entertaining when you stream. What I lack in ability, I make up for with champagne. <laughs> it is it is always a time. Oh my God. I like how you're just like dropping like analysis while you're gesturing yes. and your play. It's really funny. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's where I'm comfortable. Like I don't like skill wise. I'm never comfortable. Um, I don't know why, but when I'm, I, I can fucking analyze some shit with my eyes closed. I don't know how I you would do that. Well, I probably you can't, but no, because you, Right. <laughs> uh, but you get what I'm saying. Let me tell you about this dialogue. Figurative eyes. <laughs> I don't know what, what that is. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I want to be Bianca when I grow up. <laughs> um, so say we all. Yeah, I know. So say we all. I've been watching a lot of Battlestar lately, too, FYI. I oh. have never rewatched that show. I, I just started rewatching it. 
it's mm. I don't know. It's interesting. Yep. That's yeah. kind of how I feel about it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it uh, <laughs> holds up in some places. That said, I will always love Edward James almost. So, you know. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh. That too. Yeah. All right. What about you, Alicia? Anything else? No. Talk to me yeah. in the fall. I have too many okay. things to mm-hmm. do right now. Yes, you, you do. You have things. Yes, you do. So here's a question, Alicia. What are you streaming during the marathon? Do you have any idea yet? I do, but it's a secret. No. Ooh, dang. I mean, that's good. Build up the suspense. I have, a, I have a game that I bought a while ago that I have been saving for our next marathon. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, wow. I want to know. Tell me after. I will not because oh. it's a surprise. Okay. She just said it's a secret. I know, but I thought I was special, and I'm not. I mean, you are. You're so <laughs> special, but not in this. No. She's going to have to watch. Oh, I will, obviously. Well, see, there you go. Mm-hmm. Then you'll know. Great. Well, I'm going to have to make sure I sleep on the 11th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the only thing about this, right, is that, you know, we do it 24 hours. We do it in shifts so that we don't have to stay up for 24 hours. But I still still end up staying up for most of it. Yeah. At least the beginning of each shift to make sure that, like, people have their shit together. Mm-hmm. And But you know what? The, the good thing about this is that because... Um, because we're pairing with with Girl Tribe this time mm. around, we have a lot of experienced streamers. Yeah, that is nice. And good. I'm not going to have to walk people through setup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's going to make my life a whole lot easier. I always try to watch more than I do on the marathons, but I'll have yeah. to have somebody on, and then one of my kids will wander in, and somebody will mm. yell, motherfucker, like right at that moment. Like me, I'm like, probably. Let me, let me just yeah. tell them to turn this down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sam, is P going to be watching me? Do I need to... Uh, know this up front <laughs> well, what, what okay so here's a question what are you streaming because she loves watching you she absolutely loves watching you i'll probably stream horizon zero dawn although if she wants me to stream alien isolation then i will for her <laughs> oh my god she loved watching she was so torn watching you stream alien isolation last time mm-hmm. because you she was like all into it and you just had her like sit literally sitting on the edge of the beanbag <laughs> leaning forward into the tv and then you yelled fuck and she lost her shit she was like mama she just said you know, in my defense, there's a lot to yell fuck about in that game, okay? No one, no one can fault you. No. Above the age of 10. No. Oh. Is so, you- she, yeah, the, the, the answer to your question is yes. She will probably be watching you because you are the highlight of all her marathons. Oh. That is, um, whew. I mean, you can't top so, that. No pressure. No, you, you cannot. She would rather watch you than watch me. Oh, <laughs> well, that so, is. So, but that being said, I, do you? Okay. Do you? All right. Um. And and there's there's less to yell fuck about in Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn. Well. Well, unless you're there, me. there's less jump scares to yell fuck about. <laughs> How about true. that? That's true. <laughs> there are lots of there are lots of what the fucks, and there's but probably not... a lot of trees to get stuck in. Knowing me, so there's a know. lot of holes to fall into. There you go. See, so all right, you know. that's I'm gonna spend three hours in a hole. <laughs> 
My my husband is in the other room playing Overwatch, and I can hear him through the wall swearing at his teammates. <laughs> so there's some fuckery happening mm-hmm. in that game right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but something's going down. <laughs> <sighs> They're probably not on the goddamn payload. <laughs> Kill the payload! <laughs> Move that payload. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, y'all. So on that note, closing closing out where we started on the marathon. Yes. That's going to bring us to the end of episode 156. Um, and before you get episode 157, you are going to get the marathon. So remember, mm. um, on August 12th, from 12 a.m. to 11.59 p.m., you will have um, a whole bevy of streamers uh, streaming to raise money for the Trevor Project. Uh, you can go to uh, the Not Your Mama's Gamer website, and over on the left, you'll see uh, under um, news at the, that top link right now. Um, and I'll make sure it stays the top link. Is the the marathon the marathon? post you can click through and there is a link for tiltify we're, we're doing uh funds through tiltify this time because it makes things a whole lot easier and it also puts a nice overlay on folks' streams um so uh if if you use obs or, or the like and um, the donation portal is open now so if you want to get ahead of the game get in there do it and donate some money do it you absolutely can you can donate now through the end of august it is a wonderful cause like i said it is to provide resources and support for youth 13 to 24 lgbtq youth 13 to 24 who have suicidal ideation you know what we need to help each other. Mm-hmm. And we, we're talking about one of the most vulnerable populations on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, so do what you can. And like I said, if you can't donate, spread the word. If you, uh, on top of spreading the word, you know what? Stop by. Hang out with us while we stream. Talk to us while we stream. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, it helps to have folks there. And definitely watch Bianca because she's hilarious. <laughs> no. <laughs> And Alicia's funny too, but in a totally different way. Yeah. And if you if you watch Alicia, I'll be there giving her shit the entire time. I mm-hmm. promise. I'll be there too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Until next time, when you get us for episode one hundred and fifty-seven, please stay cool, stay dry, because it rained like hell today. <laughs> and don't forget August twelfth. Gaming for Good Marathon. And as always, game on. Game on.